every single day, I'm always trying to find ways to say, change your mindset, change your life, and I'll just do the opposite. And Mm. my life now and all the results is because I simply have done the opposite of everything I would normally do Mm. in in areas of my life that I wasn't happy. Welcome to the Ignited Recovery Podcast, a new way forward for anyone looking for answers but feeling left out. If you've been searching for empowerment, triumph, and purpose, you've found them right here. You won't hear the same solutions and you're not going to have any excuses to fall back on because Ignited Recovery allows heroes to rise and become their best selves. I'm Dr. Adi Jaffe and I can't wait to be your guide on this journey. Are you ready to become an Ignited Hero? I alluded to this earlier, but you've had an interesting life. Yeah. And we talked about even the fact that your name is already like an interesting start. Maybe we can start there because it's kind of one of those stories that people don't talk about a lot, but probably happens to more people than we imagine. So I asked you what the origin of the name Garen is, and you had a story about it. So so my mom's name is Sherian, S-H-E-R-I-A-N. She named me originally Garion. The doctor spelled it wrong and she couldn't afford to change it. And so I spent a portion of my life thinking I was a mistake because my name was a mistake. Like I was supposed to be Garion. I got spelled Garion. I'm Absolutely. not even important enough to have my name be right. Yeah. So just my, when you have a come from of I'm a mistake and that's your foundation. Anything you put mm. on top of the foundation of a, I'm a mistake is destined to like crumble. And so I got, I got five yeah. clients who I want to pause, rewind. You know that that button on iTunes will rewind 15 seconds. Rewind 15 <laughs> seconds. Listen to that last sentence again. Sorry. That's such a common mistake that people yeah. have. Like I'm not worthy, and then everything else takes on a black. Absolutely. Tint. I mean, I mean you, you imagine this house right now, like we can all jump up and down. Um, if it was a faulty foundation, it would absolutely crumble. Yeah. So if I'm not worthy is the root of impact of your life and you build on top of that, everything that you're building is from the I'm not worthy context. 100%. Yeah. And, and so I had a somebody just enlighten me. They're like, I'm having one of those days where I'm like, Ugh. I'm a mistake. They're like, listen, the the world's greatest phenomena that has ever been invented were all created from mistakes. Mm. In that moment, boom, light yeah. bulb. Love and it. I was like, no, I'm like, I'm the world's greatest invention. You're like a you're like your own version of penicillin. Absolutely. <laughs> love it. You're like an mm. antibiotic. You just yeah, saved yeah. I don't know how many lives. I love it. That's amazing. So I think the reason I want to open with that is because you and I talked about it a little, just we touched on it in the beginning and it Seven years ago is when you had that conversation with somebody. Yeah. And up until kind of that moment, if I'm following the trajectory of what, what I know about you. Yeah. Life sucked in general. Right. So what was life like before that time? Well, you, you can't see the picture while you're in the frame. It's not until I connect the dots looking back on my life. Life sucked. I know that now because I'm doing everything I want to do and how I want to do it and with the people I want to do it yeah. with. Back then, I thought everybody lived like that. Me too. Um, just growing up in a household where um, we can't afford it. We don't have any money. Yeah. We don't have any money. Never hearing things like, I'm proud of you. You're mm. important. You matter. Mm. 
And then seeing other people's parents say that to their kids, all of a sudden, the my natural reaction is, I'm not worthy. I don't matter. I don't matter. Other people get told this shit. I don't. Absolutely. I must not matter. Absolutely. So just growing through that life and, you know, my mother was always at work and my, um, my brother was at the time too cool to hang out with me. The only kids who- Older brother? Older brother, four years older. The only kids who accepted me were the kids that were getting in trouble all the time. Mm -hmm. And I- would just, I mean, that's my childhood domestication. I would do whatever they were doing, whether it was breaking in the cars, breaking in the houses and not feeling anything about it. So that, so if you can imagine a child learning the ABCs and when you compound on the ABCs, you can sing, dance and all these different things because of that formula. Well, imagine a child that's domesticated with, I'm not worthy I don't matter. Trouble is the only thing that brings me celebration and love. I continue Attention, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely, man. I mean, such a such a powerful thing to recognize now, about yourself in hindsight. And it sounds like part of that started for you when somebody even said, "As simple as your name." Like you keep thinking that you because your name got screwed up. Oh, absolutely. You're a mistake. Mistakes are not a bad thing. Mistakes are opportunities to learn. Mistakes is how we discover some of the most amazing things that we've ever discovered in the world. Yeah. And right around this time, I mean, we talked about how you grew up, but you ended up like homeless. Yeah. So, I mean, just the compound effect of, like I said, you know, you, you learn something and you keep on doing it over and over and over. You'll, you'll be a master at whatever it is that you do over and over and (laughs) over. The trouble the the kid who didn't love himself and the trouble life doesn't get better by change it it's uh, by chance it gets better by like you actually seeking to change 100%. i wasn't seeking to change so i just kept doing it over and over and over took i lived in missouri city texas where it's very slow and people talk really slow and moved my slow thinking process to new york and Los Angeles. So it was like fast, 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 fast. I couldn't make it there. So coming to Los Angeles mm. and I couldn't make it in Los Angeles mm. because my processing wasn't catching on. Got it. Then I'm like, how do I, how do I keep up with what these people? What did you people? move to LA, New York for? What were you looking for? I wanted to, I just knew I needed to get, I, since I was a little kid, I knew that I didn't belong here. I mm. was I dressed different. I talked different. I was talking about I I feel like we're not the only ones here on this it like in the in this universe, galaxy. People are like, why are you so strange? Right. And I just knew and I just felt like going to Los Angeles. Yeah, that's or, like a normal conversation on Melrose at Earth Cafe. Yeah. Absolutely. You would find you would find understanding. Yeah. So I when I moved and I came to Los Angeles, I was like, yo. I'm not an alien. There's other people who, I won't say think like me, but they're open-minded. They yeah. dress with the, how they want to dress. There's like different, just just whatever. There was so so much more openness here. And I felt more at home here than any time I ever felt at home. Mm. So moving here, I was like, yo, I just, I feel like people are accepting me. Got mm-hmm. involved in a lot of things. You should do this. You should do that. Going here and there. And I just never really found my voice, my place. And I was just, um, 
I had this context of I want to do things so people will um, uh, for people I was seeking people's approval. Right. So whether it's the Hollywood crowd, the music crowd, the acting crowd, the modeling crowd, I was like, if that if they're focused on that, then I'll be that. Mm-hmm. And I was being everything else but myself, and that's when I started losing myself. Isn't that interesting? Like the the desire to fit in, quote unquote, yeah, to fit into a box, to a mold, to what other people are doing and wearing and being and feeling and singing, and like we have this desire. I mean, mm-hmm. I see inklings of it still in myself as a 35 year old mom of three, but like, it's still, there's still there that desire to fit in, but that's not where the answers are. Right. The answers are not in that it's in holding your own and finding your footing and your grounding. And then, and then the things that will fit into your world will come, but yeah. it's all you pushing yourself to mold to someone else is never going to make you feel on a deep level Absolutely. in your gut. It's like you're fitting in. Mm-hmm. And that can be so hard when you grow up being told you have a problem. You're, you're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not whatever enough. You can't get this. You can't get that. You can't have what you desire. Yeah. Sometimes we shut down. Like we, as kids, we shut down that internal voice that I even deserve to have those things or that I could because the answer keeps being no. Maybe that's the answer forever. So I have this, I have this little th- this analogy that I always share with people to help them, un- to, that supports them in understanding why life could be so difficult now. So if you can imagine a little kid, I mean, and, and the dog gets in the neighbor's yard and the neighbor says, if, you know, if your dog keeps pooping in my yard, I'm going to call, the, you know, the puppy pound. So the neighbor puts a shock collar over the dog's neck. And then I was, there's this, Invisible the, fence. You know, the, the, the mm-hmm. invisible electricity, uh, electric fence. Boom. So every time the dog goes to the fence in the beginning, boom, shocked, pain. Boom, shocked, pain. Boom, shocked, pain. And then after a while, it starts building that neural pathway in the dog's mind of every time I go over here, pain happens. So even when the the owner takes the collar off the neck and the, the, the electric electric fence isn't there. It goes, no, I'm afraid. It's Pavlovian. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. And that's what happens with us, with little kids. Don't do this. You'll get killed. Don't do this. You'll get hurt. And it starts as children. Yep. So imagine, you know how ABCs are ingrained in us. I go yeah. back to that again. So imagine that is a form of fear ABCs. Yeah. yeah. Trying to change it when you're 30. No, no. The little kid has that ingrained inside of them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you grew up with that. You moved to LA. You try to find your thing and it just didn't, didn't click, didn't work. Didn't click, didn't work. And I was, you know, I had like little success in modeling, was doing videos, commercials, things, but there was nothing consistent. I never had a mentor that says, hey, don't watch all this TV. Don't go party here. Don't do this. Like, like really read this book and stay in the study. Focus. Yeah. I never, so I had no idea. I'd read a book, stop. All this good stuff would happen. When I would stop, all this bad stuff would happen. Not having the awareness, then it got to the point where, can it get any worse? And then my life would get worse. And I kept asking the question, mm. can it get any worse? <laughs> yep. And then it get worse. Mm. Girlfriend breaks up with me. 
daughter pretty much disowns me. Mom mm. dying in the hospital. Mm. I put on 40 pounds of weight and I'm just, I'm not booking any work. Why do I want to be alive? Try to take my life twice. Mm. I even failed at that. So thank was, God. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> yeah. But after all of that, I felt like I was trying to swim mm. against the the biggest waves ever. Mm. And it was August, um, August 2011, 3.43 in the morning. And all my life, I've always focused on what I don't want. It was the first first time in my life I was like, you know, you know, I was focused on what I want and how I want to feel. And I yelled yeah. out. It was like a conscious interrupt. And I was just like, okay, I'm tired of fighting. Mm. I don't want to fight anymore. Mm. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I mm. just want to inspire people. And I want to make a bunch of money. But I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in. Just show me a sign. That was only eight years ago. Yeah. A week later, I'm at a gas station and I meet a quote unquote homeless guy, asked me for money. I said, you have more money than me. And he said, change your mindset, change your life. Boom. <laughs> that one phrase right there. Mm. And then I just start talking to myself. I'm like, change your mindset, change your mindset, change your mind. So if my mind is set on something, then that's why the result is what it is. So if I do different with the same circumstance, then my life will change. And I just kept, it's like a little angel on my so mm. shoulder every day. Change your mindset, change your life. Hey, do you want to go to the gym? No, I don't feel like it. Change your mindset, change your life. So I get up and go. Yeah. Uh, normally I would take the escalators. Uh, normally I would take the escalators, change your mindset, change your life. So I take the stairs. Mm. Normally, you know, I, they're like, oh, hey, do you want to go to church? Hell no. Change your mindset, change your life. And then I get up and go. So it's been eight years mm. of me far removed from, you know, where we as creatures are designed as habitual creatures to yeah. carry it out from our childhood domestication. I'm eight years removed because every single day I'm always trying to find ways to say, change your mindset, change your life, and I'll just do the opposite. And mm. my life now and all the results is because I simply have done the opposite of everything I would normally do mm. in, in areas of my life that I wasn't happy. Wow. Mm. I love it. Hey everybody, it's Adi again, and I want to share with you something that I believe is one of the most useful free tools I've ever created for my clients and for you. It's our free personalized My Drinking Score report. Look, you already know that at Ignited, we don't care much for labels, and we don't believe in any of those once a blah, 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 always a blah, blah, blah slogan. But if you are questioning your specific relationship with alcohol, you may be trying to figure out how to understand what you need to do and whether you're moving in the right direction. Well, then this completely free tool is for you and will give you the answers you're looking for. All you're gonna do is you're gonna take a five minute quiz answering simple questions that you know the answers to. And then like magic, our system is gonna spit out a custom report so that you can find out more about your relationship with alcohol and actually get guidance and help to some of the changes that you can individually make. 
I created this tool to give you a customized, personalized virtual resource that you can take at any time and that makes it easy to get the exact recommendations and steps that you need to help eliminate your struggles. Anybody can take it. And did I mention that it's completely 100% free? Well, it is. So stop running around in circles trying to figure out why you're having a hard time getting sober and get real solutions and guidance to help transform your life and get ignited forever. Just pause this audio right now and go to ignited.com forward slash go. Again, that's ignited.com forward slash go and take our five minute quiz right now. Find out what your drinking score is and then share it and tag us on Instagram or Facebook because remember, fuck shame. Together, we get to move forward and get better every day. You know, it's not so simple to have somebody else tell that story like, oh, just do the opposite. And then I relate it so quickly to people I work with, to my own experience, to the experience Sophie and I have, you know, being married. It's like, you really have to develop this muscle that interrupts you when you get into those automatic shitty habits yeah. and goes, no, 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 up, up. You know what, you know what you're doing right now. Yeah. Do the other thing. It just happened to me this morning. I woke up, I did not want to go to the gym to this morning. Mm-hmm. just didn't. And I sat and I kind of, I was like slowing down. Mm-hmm. Normally I would have left 15 minutes earlier, but I'm yep. sitting there. I'm kind of figuring other things I might be able to do instead. Everybody's still asleep. And I remember thinking to myself, like, just get in the car, turn the car on yep. and you'll feel better the moment you, pull back absolutely and it works and you just have to it's almost like you have to get this internal voice it just says hey we know what we're doing right now it's all good just know and flip it yeah you could have those two different voices and eventually i mean you could tell us if i'm wrong um i was born an optimist so it's different i'm i was born like i just see things like things came easier to me i work really hard for them but you know, my, my, um, my mindset is already picks that the other choice, the Mm -hmm. one that you have to work harder for. Um, my brother is actually the opposite. He's exactly like you, like in all ways, like he's struggled hard Mm -hmm. and same mom, same dad, same lifestyle, same childhood, Crazy, totally different perspectives. His world is victim. Like I, I, he was, he was dealt a totally different hand in his mind. We had the same life and, um, but it feels real. Yeah. It feels real to him and that's all that matters. And mine feels real to me. But it's amazing that, you know, just like I've talked about manifestation a lot. And like, that's exactly what you're doing. You're like, I want, and you declared it. You declared the life that you were going to manifest in that moment at 3.43 in the morning, August, 11 years ago, like, or nine years ago. You said like- Almost eight. Eight. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to work really, really, really hard for, but show me a sign. And the, the universe wants to show us signs. It's yeah. all the time it's there, but you have to be looking and open to it. Your arms, your heart, everything has to be open to it because it's continuously sending those signals. Absolutely. Well, we're just, a, it, we have our head down or we're worried about the wrong thing or we're. It's also sending all kinds of signals, right? So yeah. it's sending signals that life is terrible. You can pay attention to those. Yeah. And it's sending signals that life is amazing. Yeah. You can pay attention to those. Yeah. And it's sending life signals that life is just kind of meh. And and you'll you'll make it through today, but it's not going to be anything special. Yeah. And it's like, we have to practice. We have to get these habits to orient ourselves to, yeah. you know what? Things are, things are, not everything worked out exactly the way I wanted to, but I get to pay attention to the pieces because they're kind of directing you to go towards the path where you mm-hmm. get more of that. And things get yeah. easier. The more you do it, 
the easier things get. Absolutely. It's like a muscle. I, I, I tell people all the time. I was like, listen, if you're so busy, as like, man, I got to do this and I got to do this. And you don't leave your room in your yeah. day <laughs> for like just like the, the you know the, the divine to come in and do what it needs mm-hmm. to do according to your dream you're gonna miss it and they tell people all the time and i was like this is what it's gonna look like in the beginning when you're practicing the new muscle okay there's this giant i love analogies by the way there's this giant ocean and everybody's just they're astonished by the big whales and all this other stuff i said that little bitty that little bitty, um, what is it called? The shrimp the or star plankton, shrimp like, yeah. that did like this. That's what you want to look for. Mm. In the beginning, it'll be, you see all these big things right there, but the little right there, it's actually not little. It's surrounded by all the things that you give the most attention to. The, sure. the little voice, that ain't even little. Yeah. However, if if I, with my big loud voice, was under a house, a bear, and all this other stuff that was smothering me, you'd be like, what's that? I hear a little sound. All right, all right. But I'm screaming you loud. pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I call, I call my 1% principle. Everybody always looks at outcomes. Like, they look at where you are now, and they go like, man, he's lucky. You know, he got it good. <laughs> yep. But nobody sees the 450,000 steps it took to get there. No. And there's an example. I use... This example is just a classic, so I always use it. But like, you know, Thomas Edison, we know him as the inventor of the light bulb, one of the biggest inventors, I think actually the most prolific inventor in the history of humanity. And in his lab over a period of a few years, it took 10,000 experiments to create a light bulb that functioned. Like a light bulb that would last long enough where you could use it for light. The rest of them burned out really quickly or exploded, things that wouldn't be able to use. And when people ask Thomas Edison about, you know, what did it feel like to fail at this 10,000 times? He said... I didn't fail 10,000 times. I just found 10,000 ways that did not, not to do this. And so many of us, I, I ask my people all the time, like how many of you would try 10,000 times? Right. How many of you would try 5,000 times, 1,000 times, 50 times, right? So many of us try to do something. It's really hard the first time. It's not easy. It's not smooth. And we go, that must not be the right fit. Any change, Anything magical, anything that you're going to do that is going to create a difference in your life, or in the case of a light bulb, a difference in the universe and in our world, it's going to require some fucking effort. Absolutely. And you got to show up even when it's uncomfortable. And for you, the first thing it sounds like was getting yourself where your mind could focus on what it wants versus what it doesn't want. Yeah. And then you started looking at the world and looking for the things that you want. Absolutely. And you know, it it it's all it's all a muscle. And a guy somebody commented on one of my things because they, they I had a Forbes interview that came out like three day three days ago. He Congrats. was like, Oh yeah, thank you so much. He was like, Oh yeah, it's easy for you to say, mm-hmm. like you got all this money. I'm like yep. I've been saying the same are we allowed to curse? Yeah. I've been saying the same shit for like Eight and a half years. But you know what I was doing eight and a half years ago? I had 125 videos out. 
from my storage while I was living in my storage, not making a dime, talking about the same stuff that I'm talking about today. Nobody was listening, but I was listening. I kept talking about it. So what you're seeing now is the overflow of every single day, even while I was living in my car, even when I tried to kill myself, even when all these things were happening, I posted every single day and everything is trackable online right now. So what you're seeing is somebody, you know, Bruce Lee says, fear not the man who practices a thousand kicks fear the man who practices one kick a thousand times over and over and over and over and over you're seeing this and you think this is something wait for the next seven years right i mean i just calculated just because i felt like it almost eight years almost three thousand days that you've been practicing this right and so and multiple hours per day it's like you just have to pick a target and go work towards it and it sucks that everybody sees the outcome and then they talk shit about the outcome. Yeah. Because either they're their jealous or they feel yeah. like they're stuck behind it. Yeah. Because for everybody listening right now, there are things you want. And some of you, some of us, are afraid to call our shot, are afraid to go after that thing because we've never seen it before. It's never played out in our lives. But that's how it always works. Yeah. If you don't change the way you talk to yourself, you don't change the way you interact with other people, you don't change your tribe, as one of my other friends just said earlier today, another recording we did, if you don't change the people you surround yourself with, I know what your life is going to look like 10 years from now. Absolutely. Exactly like it looks right now. Yeah. And if you're unhappy with what's going on, you got to change the way you talk to yourself, got to change the way you interact with other people, and got to change the people you interact with. Yeah. Because that is your life. And if you don't start creating real change in those elements, it's going to stay your life. And which is, if you're happy there, by the way, congrats and stick to it and keep doing what you're doing. But if you're not, you got to change it. Yeah, 100%. And it can be such a small change too. And I mean, that even that first, what that homeless man told you, like that is the money right there. Like your mindset is everything. Like your mindset, the thoughts you think, it becomes everything else in your entire life. And it's so evident. You can tell when someone like doesn't love themselves and doesn't say nice things to themselves. Like when I'm teaching yoga or anything I'm teaching, like talk to yourself the way you would talk to your best friend. Talk to yourself the way you would speak to someone that you just love so much. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. We have to be coached in that, but we don't, we're not taught. No one teaches you how to talk to yourself. It's just a no. voice that comes yeah. because of the things you go through in your life. Yeah, That's absolutely. Crazy. Thank you for tuning in to the Ignited Heroes Recovery Podcast. I really hope you found the information here useful and that we'll see you back here next week. And look, I want to make sure that this podcast is the most useful it can be for you. So please let me know by emailing info at ignited.com if there are any specific topics or questions you'd like to have addressed. As usual, if you like this episode, I would love for you to leave us a five-star review and rating. Thanks and see you next week.